Ayurvedic teacher and registered nurse, Amy Pruitt. I'm therapeutic yoga teacher, Lisa Dumas. We named this podcast, The Radiant Warrior, because we all feel like we're at war with ourselves sometimes. And we need support to learn from our challenges and expand to the next version of who we are becoming. And for us, the practices that we've drawn from the wisdom traditions of Ayurveda and yoga bolster us in the real world challenges we face in our lives as women, mothers, daughters, and friends. Ayurveda's simple guidance helps us cultivate enhanced radiance and vitality. And the skills we've acquired from therapeutic yoga soothe an anxious mind and body, inviting contentment and connection to the part of us that isn't afraid. The Radiant Warrior podcast is yoga, Ayurveda, and real talk to reclaim a courageous heart. We're so grateful to all of you for your responses and reviews. Reviews are a wonderful gift to a podcaster because it helps us grow and become visible to more people. A great way to tell us you value the show is by heading to the iTunes app to subscribe and to offer us a five-star rating. We appreciate you. Amy, I'm so excited to be talking to you again. I missed you when you were gone. I know. I missed you too while I was in Mexico. I'm so excited to hear all about it. You're going to tell us about it and tell us what you learned. I'm also looking forward to this conversation because we are in one of the last episodes of 2019. So Amy and I are going to share what we have learned over the years, specifically from the wonderful guests that have joined us on this podcast. So that's coming up. And then we do have to remind you because we are just a little bit over a week away from beginning the next portion of this beautiful online class that we've been doing with a wonderful community of people. Um, A radiant winter starts on the solstice on Sunday, December 22nd. We are going to be sending out weekly videos that Amy and I record. We co-create them with you. You tell us, you know, what's going on? What are your wellness goals for your bodies, your minds, your hearts? And we record these classes that are just chock full of tools to help you go with the flow of the shifting of the seasons. And so we're so excited to offer the specific practices that will help support you during the winter months. Yes. If you've ever struggled in the winter or you dread when winter is coming, then let's change that this year and make this year a radiant winter. I'm so excited to share these practices that Lisa and I offer in our weekly class. And I look forward to spending this winter with you. It's just going to be amazing. It's going to be different than any other winter we've ever had. We invite you to head to aradiantyear.com and you can learn more about it and you can join us. We're going to close the doors at midnight on December 21st. And what I'm most excited about sending that first practice out on Sunday, December 22nd is it's about an hour practice, maybe a little bit less, but We're going to specifically give you practices to help you get through that last really busy week of December. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) We'll let go of 2019 in a really beautiful way, an intentional way, and a purposeful way. And that's our intention of this episode as well. It's a little bit of a year wrap up because next week we are so looking forward to introducing a very special guest. And that is my current yoga therapy teacher. His name is Brant Pasalakwa. And so he will be our last guest of 2019. We already have amazing guests lined up for 2020 as our podcast grows. And we thank you so much for all of your comments. And please, if you are enjoying this podcast at all, it is so helpful to subscribe and um, leave us your review. Getting to today, Welcome. You've just been home now for a couple of days. How goes the reintegration into life after your retreat? Yeah. So I am back in Columbus, Ohio. I went to a retreat in Mexico. It was about 20 minutes south of Cancun. And it was facilitated by a group called She Recovers, which they are based out of Canada. It's a mother and daughter who founded it. And their platform is that we are all recovering from something and it could be chemicals, it could be alcohol, it could be burnout, it could be grief, it could be anxiety, it could be overwork, workaholism, 
perfectionism. I don't know if any of those are ringing through to <laughs> any of our listeners. Um, codependency, really anything. And maybe just recovering from life itself and finding that return to home, that return to your true nature. So they are a beautiful group out of Canada. They're pretty close to you, I think. They are. Yeah, they're just over on the island, Vancouver Island. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. So it's called She Recovers. I invite anyone to check it out. They have a beautiful platform. They they do a lot of great programming around the country, around Canada. They're branching out into other parts of the world. And this retreat is one of their offerings. They have, I think they do like eight retreats a year or more. They do quite a bit of retreats. And it was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. I think there was 19 of us and it was all women. And we stayed in a private villa that was on the beach. So we basically had the beach to ourselves and I could hear and see the ocean from my bedroom. Mm. And the villa was lovely. It was just a, a beautiful home. It was just, it had all the amenities. We had a private chef. The chef had assistance like really every one of our needs were met from the time we got off the airport, uh, the airplane until we got to the villa, we were really held and taken care of. We had yoga every morning and we had yoga every afternoon. And then we had three meals a day that the food, I don't think I've ever had food that was that good. It was so good. Mm. It was so fresh and so thoughtfully prepared. And then in between meals and yoga, the hardest decisions to make were beach or pool or hammock or nap or read. Wow. And it was just lovely. We weren't overscheduled. You know, we didn't have to do anything that we didn't want to do. If we didn't show up ever for yoga, you know, we didn't have to, but the yoga was amazing. And one day I finally, I think it was like day three, I was there and I got up for yoga. I ate breakfast and then I went back to bed and then I got up for lunch and I ate lunch and then I went back to bed and then I got up for dinner and we had a, I believe we had a sharing circle that night and then I went back to bed and I slept all night and it was just what I needed. I needed to rest and I needed to restore and I needed to just stop moving and stop thinking and give my body and my mind what it needed. And, and it was the perfect place. So I can't say enough about my experience. It was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. And I really came back home restored and inspired and I'm super excited for 2020. I can't wait to see what unfolds in 2020. And I'm looking back on 2019 with so much gratitude. Like this has been a great year. It's been a really hard year, uh -huh. really hard year, lots of work, lots of growth, you know, lots of stuff to have to do and manage and take care of, but it's been an amazing year. So I am fondly releasing 2019 with love and gratitude, and I'm super inspired for 2020. I think that's a great place to start moving into what we have learned over 2019. I agree. This was a year where lessons were learned as, as every other year, but there seemed to be massive change and massive learning this year. And we were really lucky to have wonderful teachers and thought leaders and therapists and um on the on the podcast this year and it started when we were just a few weeks in because we're just about to celebrate our year anniversary doing this podcast I can't believe it's already been a year I know <laughs> so. I know it feels like we were babies and we just started yesterday and then other parts of it feel like we've been doing it forever well that was our big part of 2019 I mean you also started a physical yoga business but we started this podcast in 2019, and then we decided to teach the tools that we're talking about in the podcast in our program, A Radiant Year. So we have taken on a lot, but it's all been in service of how 
we would like to be useful. So it, it has been wonderful, even though it's taken time, it's been such an area of growth. And I didn't expect to learn so much from chatting with you every week, from teaching what we're teaching over in the digital course, and then from learning from these wonderful masters that we had on. So it started a few weeks in with Mary Campbell. And Mary was the teacher of that one retreat that I went to last February. And speaking of you being away, you know, that wasn't easy for you to do. That was not an easy decision for you to make. It wasn't easy to move your life around so that you could go. We talk a lot here about everything that you are responsible for. You are the matriarch of a busy family. You have three different jobs. <laughs> and what I love to hear you talk about is how much you went on that retreat and you just completely received it. And the one retreat that I was able to get to last winter with Mary, it was a woman's retreat. Um, she's an intimacy coach and she really specializes in helping women reclaim their vitality their passions, their sensuality. And what she taught me that I really needed around that retreat was this idea of receiving. I had learned to be receptive on the yoga mat and to learn to receive my senses as a way to come back home to my body and as a way to meet the present moment, which has been incredibly healing in my life. But this idea of receiving the gifts of life without any guilt or without feeling that I had to really earn it first, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when I was on that retreat, I did have a sense of, Oh, what am I doing here? My family's at home. I went somewhere without earning a certificate or, you know, I would go away if I was doing a teacher training or, you know, if I was somehow, receiving another letter on that, on that yoga certificate, mm -hmm. but just to go, just to fill my cup, it was a challenge, but Mary really helped me to see how important it is to rest and to receive every aspect of life that we can as a gift, everything from our breath to the food that we're eating to the beauty of nature around us. And practicing that and allowing myself to do that was the most restorative thing that I've ever done. And it's hard to remember back in the daily grind, but it is a constant practice for me to move away from the way my mind typically works, which is on to the next thing and striving and doing and productivity and scratching the next item off of the to-do list and being in my life. You're really living in my life. And if I'm doing something, whether it be having this conversation with you or having a conversation with my husband or my daughter, it is a constant practice to receive that conversation fully, to receive those words, to receive body language, to receive the moment and not think about what I need to get to after the conversation. And I have to admit, none of that was easy for me. I'm surprised at how I'm always into what's next because in my yoga practice and, and in meditation, I'm able to create those spaces for me, but out into the rest of my life, I, I really do need to practice this idea of receiving. I really appreciated Mary also encouraging us to be unapologetic about our needs. If there was a real empowerment coming from her that, that I was able to receive. Like she's a strong woman and not in a masculine way, but in a very feminine way. She has this feminine strength to her that I just am in awe of. Mm -hmm. I've been fortunate enough to spend time with Mary and she is a living example of what can happen when you decide to fully enjoy your life. Mm -hmm. She's always looking for the good. She's not getting caught up when things go wrong. She's just trusting that life is giving her what she needs. And she's always looking for opportunities to play 
and enjoy life as a sensual experience. So I, I think that was also a wonderful lesson from her. Mm-hmm. And then the next guest that we hosted in 2019 was Jody Cron. Jody is a very experienced and talented psychotherapist here in the province of British Columbia. And she's the founder of a wonderful organization called Gather Her, where she gathers women together and they do the sacred work of receiving and creating a kinder inner dialogue. And she offers many different practices and concepts for women to be kinder to themselves. And that's really the heart of her teaching, which I would say that's a big part of ours as well. But I've learned specifically from that conversation with her and the time that I have been lucky enough to spend with her, the importance of our self-talk and the importance of getting to know the way of the mind and how the thoughts that we have really do affect us. I was mentioning to you earlier that yesterday, you know, I was running on not a lot of sleep and it was more of an emotional day because I did have a bit of a breakdown with a family member. And so I was in my head about it and I I was really struggling with thinking until I gave myself some space to move and to breathe and the things that I know create a little bit of clarity and an experience of the present moment so that I can ask myself, okay, what am I thinking here? What, what is the quality of my thoughts? And then I can not only question them, but manage them. And Jody is a really wonderful facilitator of Byron Katie's work where she has you turn your thoughts around. And I was thinking about Jody yesterday because the internal thought that I was struggling with was, oh, I just want this person to understand me. And you and I have talked about this before. I think we have a whole episode around our longing to be understood by others. Mm-hmm. But if we turn that thought around, because that thought creates a lot of gripping and stickiness and angst, if we turn it around and well, you know, what if I understood myself here? You know, this need to be understood, I can't control that in other people, but I can offer that to myself and I can understand what it is that I need in this moment, which is to feel loved. And I'm not going to get that from anybody else, no matter how much I force, it's got to come from myself. So I was thinking about Jody yesterday and I was still using what I learned from her on that episode. I thought she was so generous in that episode sharing her story. Like she took us all the way back to like her birth and took us on that journey with her on her healing journey. It was just so beautiful. Like her you can just tell the love that radiates out of her and the kindness. She's one of the kindest people that I know. And I've had the privilege of being in the room with her and getting to know her better. And she is, she's just this soft, warm, kind woman. So I, if, if anyone has not heard that episode, it was on April 19th. I invite you to go back and listen to the episode with Jody because she is something. She is just wonderful. She's also an example of somebody who can take people as far as she's gone because she has done deep work in her life. She's very open that she's a mother of four and she's had a long relationship and that things have not always been easy. You know, if any of us are honest, we can't say that our relationships or our mothering has felt wonderful all of the time. It creates a lot of suffering. And what she did in the face of that is she really dove deep into self-understanding and self-discovery and for her and for us, that's a lifelong process. So I also see her and I'm inspired by her to continue to get to know the reasons for my reactions and my thoughts and my actions and be able to choose thoughts and actions that are more helpful for where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then we welcomed Lisa Kilgore, and she is a holistic nutritionist who is all about food peace. She's not about 
food rules. She's not about the diet culture. In fact, I think we just found out that she was given a book deal Mm. and she's writing a book right now all about undieting. Mm. That's so exciting. I loved her episode. I loved the things that she said about nourishing your body and nourishing your mind. And, and like you said, undieting, like that was her whole platform. Like it was really inspiring to talk to her about food. And, you know, we have so much shame around food or rules, like you said, and and it was, it was really a joy to talk to her and give food in our lives a different light. Well, the reason that it also went so well with what you teach and what we talk about is she does have some understanding of Ayurveda. And so she's understanding that it's going to be balancing for many of us when it's colder to eat warmer foods and warming spices. So she was talking to us about some practical ways in which we can use food to feel better. Mm -hmm. But what I took from that episode and I think about often is being present when eating and not just so we can fully experience and taste, but with the purpose of noticing how that specific food is affecting your body. I love food. I always have. And if anything, one of my challenges with food has been, you know, stopping when I'm full, because if it tastes wonderful, I just want more, (laughs) more, more, more. Mm -hmm. And there are certain foods that I really love. Um, I do love sweet things that I would eat because they taste good, because I wanted them, because I don't love to deny myself food. I don't like to make any food group bad or wrong. And rather than resist things that I love, my goal is to enjoy them in moderation. But what I heard her say, and I really practice is not to say no to the things that I love, especially if in that moment, you know, my body is really wanting whatever that is, but to be slow with it and to be present and conscious enough that I can feel if maybe my body is having a reaction that isn't comfortable, if my heart rate is elevating a little bit because I am eating something that has sugar in it, or if I'm getting a little bit of a headache, it's moving past what I've learned about cleaning my plate and finishing what I've started and allowing myself to just have the amount that feels right in my body because I'm so present in my body. So that's been a big practice of mine because of Lisa's episode. Mm -hmm. I remember her saying that she starts her day with a small piece of chocolate Mm -hmm. and, and my ears perked right up (laughs) (laughs) and she has a Ted talk also that I invite people to find. Um, She's amazing. She was amazing. And she really called out the fad diets or the trendy diets and really encourages people to bring it back to what's right for themselves and not what's popular or what your neighbor is doing, but to really be intuitive with what is right for your own unique body. Mm -hmm. And then it was so exciting because we spoke to our teacher, Ashley Turner. I know when I was seeking out Ashley Turner as a teacher, I admired her so much and I loved her teachings and I was really drawn to her. So to have the opportunity to interview her is just a dream come true. Mm-hmm. What I've learned most from Ashley, whose whole goal in life is to help teachers and what she calls soulpreneurs, um, you know, light workers and people who really want to help others. She wants to help them realize their worth and step into who they're meant to be. I've always admired that about her. And I think of her often when I feel a little bit nervous or underconfident about something that I'm doing, because her message is just put one foot in front of the other and just do it. You know, don't let fear and self-doubt hold you back. Absolutely. And she's so accessible. She's so generous with her teachings. She's always offering free content, free webinars, free masterclasses. She really walks the talk of giving and 
And you can see how it shows up in her own life with this abundant life that she's created. Mm -hmm. She is a model of what can happen when you do the work and you commit to your own work. She's put the time in. She's worked really hard. She's not afraid of hard work. Yeah, she's such an inspiration. And I love that conversation with her. Yeah, I loved her conversation about when she was looking for a partner on using online dating. I loved that, how she was not willing to settle and Mm -hmm. so much so was very specific in what she was looking for in a partner that her current partner went out and rewrote his entire profile before he even approached her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought she did such a service to people who are looking for love online by sharing that by saying, you know, this is how I did it. And I actually put my heart and my authenticity and my energy into this place as well, because I knew what I wanted. I wasn't going to settle. And I used online dating as a tool to get just what I wanted. And I I thought that was really helpful. I did too. I think that's a great message to send out to everybody. And then Sandra Detwiller She is a wonderful aromatherapist. She is a certified clinical aromatherapist. And what I've always appreciated about Sandra is her belief that each one of us is individual. And so aromas and oils are going to affect us very differently. And she knows the importance of taking an intake and prescribing aromatherapy for the individual rather than, you know, buying something off of the shelf that it may not work for you the way it would work for somebody else. So what I've really enjoyed from knowing Sandra over the years is how she has provided me with individualized blended aromatherapies that are just for me and for my intentions. And that episode, she did a session with you where you shared your intentions and she did an intake with you and then she blended you your very own oil. Oh, one of my favorite episodes because I got to be on the receiving end of that. So that is episode 28, if anyone is looking for it. And she did, she did a whole intake with me about my health history and my emotions and my goals and my intentions. And she pulled cards, um, intuitive aromatherapy cards for me. And then she created this amazing blend for me that's only for me. It's my personal blend and I carry it with me everywhere now. I absolutely always have it with me and it does. And one of my intentions was joy. I wanted to have more joy for the rest of this year. And I have, and that blend that she gave me is perfect. It's just perfect. So I highly recommend her if someone is looking for a personalized aromatherapy blend She promotes high quality oils. She's really about sustainability and really knowing where your oils come from because they are medicine and plant medicine. And and we really want to know where they come from. We want them to be around forever. So we don't want to buy from somebody or some company that's just going to decimate a species of plants. And and she really walked, walked her talk. I felt like when it came to aromatherapy, she has so much integrity in life and in that space. That is a perfect read of her and something specific that I've learned from her is a wonderful way to use aromatherapy. So if you can get into the habit of having an oil and perhaps you reach out to Sandra and she blends you something for the holidays because she is so incredibly talented and affordable. But if you work with aromatherapy, Let's say you're going to a yoga class and you know that you typically feel wonderful when you come out of Shavasana, or if you have a meditation practice and you know you feel quite calm after you meditate, or you love to go for a run, or you love to be out in nature, plan to have your aromatherapy blend with you when you're doing something that you know is really healing for you. And then when you're feeling all of that expansiveness, when you're feeling calm and good, smell that scent. And then it creates that memory for you. And in times when you need to call on what's going right, 
in times when you need a memory that everything is temporary and that this too shall pass, you can have a smell and you can be transported back into that sensation. And it's just a little help in helping us feel better because when we feel better, you know, it's just a lot better in general, as we all know. Mm -hmm. I love that recommendation of really anchoring that good feeling into your body and into your mind with scent. I love that. Just a little while ago, we welcomed on former pro snowboarder and now yoga teacher and yoga professional, Katie Brower. This episode was very special for us. And we're also very honored that she has been so open and so public with how special the interview was for her. In fact, if you follow Katie Brower. She's done a lot of sharing on social media, and she recently just sent an email out to her database about that episode called Truth Wins because she was so open with us about her childhood and about what made her who she is and what she had to overcome in order to become the authentic, marvelous human being that she is. And we called the episode Truth Wins not only because she has this really wonderful Ted talk where she tells the truth about something that she felt a lot of shame around, but she talks about the importance of not holding on to secrets and about speaking our truth and living our truth. So that was very inspiring. But for me, the most inspiring part about Katie is a conversation that happened after the podcast. And I did want to share this. Because there's a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, we have our own businesses, or we have a side hustle, or we have a dream, or we work really hard at our jobs because we have this internal belief that we've got to prove it, that in order to get prosperity and joy and happiness and the things that we want to live a beautiful life, that we have to work our asses off. And I didn't realize until this entire business with you, Amy, how much I was tied into having to prove myself and having to earn it and having to be prepared. And she shared with us afterwards that she has this beautiful, abundant business and she doesn't have to work very hard. And, you know, we've seen the four hour work week. We've heard work smarter, not harder. So, I mean, I've heard that. I understand that. But she really said, you know, I'm bringing in this amount of money. I'm taking care of myself. You know, I'm sovereign. I'm an independent woman. And I've set up this business so that it's a joy for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear that as, oh, isn't she so lucky? Because Mm -hmm. there's no difference in her than in anybody else other than the fact that she's just done it. And she's really embraced the belief of, I can... I can create abundance and I can receive prosperity and I don't have to struggle for it. You know, it's just a belief. It's a mindset change. And I am going to adopt that in 2020. Mm -hmm. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And she, I loved her story. I loved how open she was with us. And I really took away how many times, how many lifetimes she has lived already. And she's young. You know, she has been through major injuries and major illnesses, and she was a world-class sports figure, and she has developed yoga teacher trainings for huge corporations. And now she is, like you said, an entrepreneur that's just killing it. I, I thought, wow, like how many lifetimes has she already lived? And it all comes from her. Nobody has given her any of these talents or any of her drive. It, it is is coming from an internal place. And I thought she was a delight. I am super inspired by her. I think when we come across somebody who has a genuine mindset the way she does, that it is important to hear them and listen to them and adopt some of those thoughts because we can only see our lives through our own specific lens. And we're all doing the best that we can based on what we learned when we were growing up and what we've internalized from the world around us. But especially if we feel like we're struggling a lot, 
then that might be a clue that, okay, could I adopt a different way of thinking that could create a little bit more ease? And so I did want to just chat a little bit more about that because I was thinking about what I learned in 2019 and I was thinking about what I learned from Katie and this idea of cultivating more ease in my life. And that's actually going to be my main intention for 2020. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about all of the different, I was thinking about the different careers that I've held and they all have this element as so many jobs do where you really have to prove yourself in order to get the opportunity. Like I've always had to audition for things. I've always had to go in and show that I'm enough for that position. When I was on the radio and I continued to sort of move up the ranks, you're always sending in your tape or the program director is hearing you and you're having to prove yourself. And then you're having to go into the program director every single week and listen to your show together and have to again and again, prove yourself. And then radio, that industry is built on a rating system. So the way it was back when I was in radio is that I think quarterly, the ratings would come out and you're only as good as your last book. You know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter the years that you have put in or, um, the relationships that you have with listeners, you know, to the corporations, it's like, what were, what was that number in the last book? So, and if you didn't prove yourself, then that's it. There's your livelihood. You know, that was, that was a real challenge. And then even in the yoga world, you know, I decided to dedicate my life to offering these practices because of how transformational that they were. I never thought that one day that would mean auditioning to be able to share these practices at specific yoga studios, but it does. And I understand that. Of course, it has to be that way. You know, it is a business and and yoga studios themselves. You're a business owner. You want to have high quality teachers there. I get it. But so much of the world is set up like we got to prove it and we got to earn it. And I'm not saying that I am not willing to step up and prove myself. But now I'm thinking more along the lines of, all right, I have proved my worth to myself. I have. Over this past decade, I have. And in 2020, I want to cease too much of preparing and trying so hard for every single thing that I do so that I can really prove my worth. And I want to enjoy how I offer, whether it be in my public classes or with my clients or in the work we do in our digital course or here in the podcast, I want to be able to trust that, you know, everything that I've learned over the past 15 years, it's, it's in me and I don't have to try so hard and I can just offer what I know. And that's not going to be for everyone and that's okay, but it's what's true for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to remind myself about that every single morning because that feels really good in my body right now. I've said it here before, but this whole archetype of nothing to hide and nothing to prove, that's what I want to embody in 2020. Will you remind me of that when I forget? (laughs) (laughs) I will. I will. I will. Mine is similar. Mine is similar. I will. I, one of my words for 2020 is space. And, Mm. you know, I've been on this journey of hustling and working and grinding and producing and creating. And now I want to enjoy it. And I want space to be able to sit back and see around me and savor it and not keep my nose down to the grindstone but be able to lift my head up and look around and really, really embody and embrace all the wonderful things that are going on around me. So my intention is going to be space. And that's so appropriate for time of life too, for our listeners who are in their twenties and early thirties. Yes. There are times of year when our nose is going to be to the grindstone and we're going to be creating and we're going to be planting seeds. We've talked here on this podcast about how, the Ayurvedic doshas, they show up in different times of our life as well. And so we have um, that time where we are creating and grinding. That's when 
pitta, our inner fire is really burning to help us do that. And then as we move on later in life, I mean, in many ways, I feel like I'm just beginning here at 47. Um, and you at 49, I know you feel similarly, but mm-hmm. it's a different, it's a shift into, I want to continue to do this work, but I also know now to enjoy it and to offer it from a place of belief in my own knowledge rather than having that energy of trying so hard all the time. Having things be so hard all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Where can I find ease? What feels like ease? How can I create ease in my body, even in the face of this deadline, even in the face of this to-do list? What's going right today? Where can I find joy? Where's the beauty in my life? You know, allowing ourselves to receive a day as a gift, even while we are crossing off those items of responsibility, because we still live in this real world. So that's, that is what I took from Katie because she's doing it when she has to show up, she's showing up, Mm -hmm. but she's doing it from a place of enjoying it and allowing herself to receive pleasure from the work that she does. And so appreciative um, and enjoying the life that she has created for herself because of her hard work, but because of her ability to also know her worth, that she's worthy of the spoils of her work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was, she's a big inspiration. And then there was Danielle, who is such a talented acupuncturist. She's one of the acupuncturists that I see here in Vancouver. And the paramount thing that I learned from Danielle every time I have a session with her, which is why I wanted to ask her to be on our show, is, you know, you go into some sort of healing practitioner because you want to feel better, you want to be better, you want to do better, something. And often when I see her, I'm feeling frustrated because I don't feel better or maybe I'm feeling as though something needs to be different. And while in the case, in some cases that may be true, Danielle is always ready to remind me that, you know, we have different energy levels at different time in our lives. We have different energy levels on different days. And maybe sometimes we just accept how we're feeling and we allow ourselves to rest if we're feeling tired. She really encourages me not to should myself so much. Like I should be doing this and feeling this way and I've done all this work. So, you know, she reminds me that everybody is different and that maybe it's okay the way it is. I really enjoyed the conversation with her for all of those reasons. You know, at this time of year where our schedules seem to be ramping up, we have so many social engagements and travel and shopping and we're piling on all the shoulds, like you said, oh, I should do this. I should buy this. I should remember them. And she came from such a place of compassion and heart centered message that this is the time of year to do less and to really go inward and to edit our schedules and to honor what's going on inside of us. So she was a really good one. Yeah. And then while you were away, I hosted um, one of the participants of our Radiant Fall program. Her name's Tori Peck. She's a traffic reporter from San Diego. So this was last week's episode. And she was just very generous. She came on and she talked about her experience with our weekly online program, A Radiant Fall. But I was very clear that I didn't want the episode to feel like a commercial for people. I really wanted people to hear a conversation between two women who were doing the work. And she was just so open about why she decided to move into a program that gave her some new skills. She was open that it's been a real tough year for her. And I was very inspired by that conversation because her word for 2020 is going to be love. And it was funny because she was almost reticent to say love, like, oh, is that too ordinary? You know, is that too overused? But oh my gosh, no, that's Mm -hmm. such an incredible word to focus on for a new year is just being able to focus on what she loves about her life, 
what she loves about herself and seeing love around her where, when she looks around and even having items that symbolize love, you know, the word love around her home and rose quartz around her home. And I like that too. And, and I think I'm going to be even more intentional. I already am, but even more intentional about putting things around my home that remind me of how I want to feel. Cause we can forget right? If we're not intentional about it and having that be her word is putting it out there that, yes, this is my intention for this year. I don't think it's silly at all. I think it's an amazing word to, to have that be your intention and focus for 2020. Mm -hmm. And then as we mentioned next Friday, it, the second to last episode, we are, we might have a final episode in December because I don't know, should we put it out there that you are actually going to be looking at the possibility of us bringing our radiant warrior community on a retreat to the retreat center that you just got back from in Mexico? Yes, that is one of my big intentions is bringing our community down there because it is such a place of healing and restoration. And while I promised not to be in work mode while I was down there, I couldn't help but think, oh my gosh, our community would love this. This would be amazing. So I am going to put something together and see if we can't make that happen for our radiant community to come to Mexico. And we would be thinking of next fall. So because of that, if we can get that together by the end of the year, we were thinking that we will try to let you know before the close of 2019, because we can probably have just 20 of us. Is that right? Yeah. 20 would be the max. Okay. All right. So we're just putting that out there. We'll see. Um, if you don't hear from us before the end of the year, then we'll come back mid-January when the episodes, when the podcast comes back. And we'll tell you about that possible retreat, but we want you to have as much notice as possible since it would be next fall, but we'll see. We'll see right now. It's just an intention. If it's meant to be, it'll come forward. Um, but in the meantime, next week will be sort of our last full episode and we will have a very special guest indeed. Um, I was a little bit nervous to ask him because he is my current teacher and I learn so much from him almost every day because in this program that I've been taking all throughout 2019, Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy based out of upstate New York, he runs this program. His name is Brant Pasolacqua. And he, for a long time, specialized in peaceful weight loss, and he still does. But he is a gifted yoga therapist. And the way he has taught us and me yoga therapy, it is just so helpful for everything ranging from anxiety, depression, physical challenges, sciatica, osteoarthritis, scoliosis. There's so many ways that a yoga therapist can help a host of conditions. And he teaches it in such an accessible way real world way. He's got a model that I feel so lucky to have learned that is just going to help so many people, especially if we work in concert with a team, you know, for people who need physical therapists and medical doctors and naturopaths and acupuncturists, you know, a yoga therapist is just such a wonderful adjunct to those modalities. I feel so blessed to have chosen this school. I love what we are learning. And he gives us so many opportunities to learn from him three times a week. He's online, just teaching us and taking our questions. We go to live modules in upstate New York. There's a whole online distance program, which is what I needed. This is the only way I could really do that program. I, I couldn't be in full-time school in my life. So send us your questions, anything that you want to know about the human body, about what you're going through, about getting into meditation. He also has a new meditation program. He just started about why a person would meditate. Um, any, any, anything that you want to know, really 
go to Facebook to the Radiant Warrior podcast or find us on Instagram and start sending us your questions for Brant Pasalacqua because he's one of these teachers who's been around for so long that he just seems to know something about everything. So if you've been healing, if you've been struggling with a physical or mental challenge or if somebody that you love is struggling, send your questions and I will be sure to ask him. I can't wait to talk to him. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, full full of wisdom. It's going to be a wonderful episode. Well, it's been a wonderful year of conversations with you, Amy. Um, so any other intentions for 2020? I'm just so excited for it. I know I said that earlier, but I really am. I'm really excited for 2020. I'm excited to work with you and see what else we can create together. And I love this podcast because it allows me time every week to sit and chat with you. And I forget that people listen. I just think I'm talking to my friend and we're talking about what's going on with our lives and we're helping each other navigate, you know, our struggles and And so I just love this experience of this podcast and not because of an ego or because I think we're so cool, but because I get to talk to my friend every week. I agree. It has been a learning process for sure. Um, but I've enjoyed it. It feels, it feels good in my body. It feels, it does feel like ease now. It feels joyful. So thank you so much for being my partner and for having all of these conversations with me. And I too am looking forward to 2020 continuing to create and serve and, and offer and allowing myself to just trust instead of try, try, try Mm -hmm. and find space until next week, my friend. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Love you. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Warrior podcast. If you found it valuable, please leave us a positive review to help others find it. And please check out the Radiant Warrior podcast on Instagram and Facebook to leave us your questions and find out where you can come and practice with us next.